This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. But then be willing to send portions to those that are without. See? Out of our harvest that God blesses us with, don't eat all of it. See? Pull a portion out. This is always more than enough, but pull a portion out of it to send to those who are uh, without. Are you listening? Without what? With, not with the, ever without seed. Of time, energy, and resources. But see, we can partner with other people, partner with God, and partner with what God is doing in the earth and fulfilling His purpose. Maybe they're without an abundance. We're going to take out of our abundance and help create abundance for them. Amen? Boy, it's a win win. You just can't lose with God. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad there'll be people that will come up to you in heaven and says, Thank you for giving to the Lord? Thank you. I am a life that was changed. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, take uh, these uh, seeds that we are purposefully placing in your hand. And we thank you as the God of increase that you will cause there to be people for our lives. They will be eternally changed in Jesus' name. For your praise and your glory. If you can agree, say amen. amen. Well, blessed be the Lord. You know, I'm so glad you, you and I you know, have such an opportunity. There's a great framework already that's bigger uh, than any of us individually. It's, it's bigger than where we are right now and our wherewithal right now. But we're going to let God fill that bucket, that barrel on up, aren't we? There's a framework uh, of of putting a footprint uh, in of the kingdom of God and passion church and you as a person, individual. You know, this is the greatest 401k. This is the greatest, uh, you know, raw. I mean, you can, there's nothing greater than investing in the kingdom of God. It is going to endure beyond time, beyond Wall Street. Beyond your retirement and mine, are you listening? Uh, you know, I need to rephrase that. Uh, refirement, you know what I'm saying. Blessed be No greater investment than the kingdom of God. That's true. Absolutely true. All the arrows are pointing one way. His way, glory to God. Everything and everyone. Let's uh, continue in our uh, series that we have... Uh, uh, been talking about a new destiny and want to turn over to Ephesians the second chapter last week we looked at uh, that we are destined to be a worshiper first and foremost we are a worshiper of God we were created to worship God created uh, to live to the praise of God's glory your story is for God's glory. Remember, it's all from Him. There's a, there's a maturing process in our life where we begin to realize it is actually all from God. All of it. 
this time, this place, this, this great thing that's going on, what God is doing. It's His purpose. It's been planned. It's been prepared. And it is our portion. It's your portion. You have a part. You are a participator in the greatest thing. I'm telling you, eternity will unfold the wisdom of this time of the grace of God and what has been made available to us. God set man and uh, woman in the garden. He said, now, work it. Go to work. And, and it, was, it was not stated, but it's understood that God walked with them and talked with them in the cool of the day. How could you be in the presence of God and not worship Him? How could you be in the, the ultimate reality of Himself for yourself and not cry out, Holy, 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 glory to God in the highest. How could you not see everything that in the creation of them, the wonderment of, of God's wondrous, all of His wondrous works are saying to you, I love you. I made you. I meant you. I created you. And I want you to work together with me. Join me in my work. I'm going to fill the whole earth from just you. You have the seed inside of you. An incorruptible, the Bible says, holy seed from God. You were made in the image and likeness of God. And I'll tell you, sweetie, you were made for more than just punching a time clock and serving in a slave system down here. Me and my four and no more. And it's all, you know, I mean, the government did get one thing right. It is rigged. <laughs> against you. The God of this world. Are you listening? The God of this world, its systems, its ideas, its parameters, its, its are you listening? Yeah. It's only let you go so far, like, like Brother Will is saying, you know, I have worn chains. You'll go so far and no further. Aren't you glad that the blood of Jesus, the Redeemer, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? He has the keys to hell, death, and the grave. He undid those chains. Glory be to God. You're free to come and go now. Don't go back over there. Don't march to the beat of the world's drum. Don't let them easily conform you to the way that they say you should be as the church. No, honey, no. I'm going to look in this book and take another look. Keep looking into the mirror till I see the glory in the face of God, the face of Jesus, and I realize who He has made me to be. I am a worshiper. And I will worship. This is the day the Lord has made. I can't wait till Sunday, honey. I mean, I... Yesterday, Saturdays are very different. You know, we, we uh, purpose to be a preparatory day. And isn't it funny, you know? I mean, here I am uh, uh, feeling around for God because I like to feel God. You know? I mean, I do. Oh, brother, we don't go by feelings. We go by faith. Well, my faith is I'm headed towards the feeling. Because when I'm in His presence, there's fullness of joy. Do you believe that joy has a feeling? 
How about peace? Does it have a feeling? Huh? Are you hearing? <laughs> well, you know, we're not going to go down that road. I know you want to go down the dark alley and waylay me down there. I ain't going down there. Are you listening? I'm going to live in the full sunshine of his face and understand he wants me to feel how Jesus feels about me. Sure, he faithed me, but he loved to be near me. Uh, are you hearing? Aware, cognizant. I mean, just, you know, I like talking to Miss Sandy on the phone, but honey, I'm telling you, you know, behind closed doors, good things happen. <laughs> when we get in the prayer closet with the Lord. Remember that old Conway Twitty song? We need to move right along, don't we? Pastor, life as a worshiper, I'm not ashamed of Jesus. Oh, my goodness, he's been more than good to me. I don't deserve, I do not deserve. Sometimes we get to, we, we, we forget how far we've come. I mean, we get all stewing around, you know, and you get all this stuff. And, you know, you like the hobo that... That started, you know, uh, and, and had just water and made some stone soup. And the flavor, he had to get some carrots and some wild onions and some, dug some taters. And before you know it, you know, I mean, the pot was full. You know, the fullness of God, you think about where you were when He found you. What you had. I'm a, a nobody with nothing. And God called me a somebody. And did something more than I could ever comprehend. I mean, the problems in my life now are problems of too much. Too much. Abundance. Abundance. Are you here? So we, why... Why would we not? Why could we not? Why should we not worship Him? Be thankful and glad in it. Instead of going to God and, and complaining about how, you know, how these riches are weighting you down, then get rid of some of them. Well, you had me too. I was, I'll tell you, I was feeling it, Pastor, until you went to the rich young ruler having to get rid of some of it because I'm holding hard fast to many things we're also a, a worker there we're destined to have a life as a worker. I want to read Ephesians 2 uh, 7 through 12 I'm going to uh, read it here out of the uh, the message Bible first and then we're going to read it out of the uh, the passion Bible says, now God has us right where he wants us with all the time in this world and the next to shower grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. You know, God can get it to you. He knows exactly where you are. You're not beyond the grace of God. Saving is all his idea. And it's all his work. All we do is trust him enough to let him do it. <laughs> Jesus. It's God's gift from start to finish. 
We don't play the major role. If we did, we'd probably go around bragging that we'd done the whole thing. <laughs> Joy. No, we neither make, we neither make nor save ourselves. The world says, well, I'm a self-made. No. See, we neither make nor save ourselves. Oh, how freeing the truth of that. I don't have to make myself. I don't have to save myself. I just have to trust God enough to let him do it. To show me. To tell me. To show me. To help me to discover his divine design. Put your hand over your, over your spirit. And just say, I am decided and destined by divine design a worshiper and a worker now tell yourself you really are a piece of work I didn't want you to tell your neighbor because see you laughed at it's easy it's not always easy to laugh at ourselves you know sometimes we need to lighten up we think it's all on us no it's not we don't pay the major role he does both the saving and the making God does both the making and the saving he creates each of us by Christ Jesus now this word creates a powerful thing because see we are for all by way of all definitions, spiritually, naturally, we are absolutely the new thing. The new. God has the new for you, and that new is you. The new you. And we're, we're trying to fix up the old, the old us. Suck it up, cut it up, you know, fluff it up, buff it up. That's just your body now. Amen. And it'll still respond to you if you exercise it. Just, you know, feed it right and rest it. Well, anyhow, yeah. I, you know, you, you have to know how far you can go down and how deep you can dig. In this new ground before you hit rock. rock. <laughs> Better get off of the food thing and uh, other stuff. But you know, uh, even science uh, tells us that, the, that every cell in our body is, it, it has the power to rejuvenate, recreate itself. Amen. Not just a one-time thing. I mean continually. Uh, I know they're making billions of dollars off of anti-aging cream. Well, boy, I'm going to tell you what. Now, have you ever looked into God's anti-aging program? What he did to Sarah? What he did to Abraham? What he did to... He got my attention now. Uh, pastor, good. Give a good offering to missions. You know, so, so into the new thing. Amen. So a seed towards the new you. 
The Holy Ghost dwell in you. He will quicken, make alive, more alive than it's ever been. Your mortal body. Amen. There's still God's highest and best. Hallelujah. Healing always comes because the healer will always come when he's called upon. But you got to let him do it. You got to let him do it. Amen. You know, uh, let me just stop for just a second right there. You know, uh, you cannot get somebody else healed on your faith anymore than you can get somebody saved on your faith. Born again on your faith. Are you hearing? We have to believe that and receive that for ourselves. And, and I'll tell you, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't concern us. It's between them and God. It's that person's choice. And sometimes, listen, I've heard testimonies when folks get a glimpse. And you go and, you know, I remember my dad, you know, uh, uh, he was in the hospital, had had a heart attack. And they brought him over to uh, Burlington where we were, a regional hospital. We were pastoring there at the time. And the Lord told me, he said, you tell him that I'll give him 15 more years if he wants it. I told him that. He looked at me like I was crazy. I'll never forget that look. I mean, he, he looked at me like, and he said this. He goes, there's worse things than dying. We went on, went to church on a Wednesday night. Went on, went to church, went to, uh, uh, out to eat. They called us while we was out to eat because they said he's stable, everything. We're going to do an angiogram, all that stuff in the morning, but we've got him stabilized, and we're going to figure out what's going on. God had healed him previously and had given him about 15 more years that time. Uh, anyhow, called us and said he was gone. I mean, checked out. Just left without our permission. <laughs> they, the doc said, he said, we, we, we did really extra measures, heroic measures, but said he was just gone. Is worse things than dying. That old man had already made plans. He'd already gotten a glimpse or something. I mean, you know, hey. And who am I to deny him? Are you listening? His, his glory. He's forever face to face with Jesus. He's a treasure waiting for me. Are you listening? Laid up forever. He's made it safe and sound. Finally home. Oh, this old place now, this is like a garbage dump compared to where you're going. God took six, six uh, uh, days to do this. You can translate that out to thousands of years. It don't matter. He's been working an awful long time on where you're headed to. He said, I'm going before you to prepare a place for you. And it's going to take forever for you to discover, walk in the breadth and the width and the depth and the height of how much God loved you, that he would do such a thing for you. Glory to God. I've gone off the rails here, haven't I? Huh? But when I think about the goodness of God, 
When I think about that he had to reach way down, he got a hold of me. The blood washed me. He got me ready. And I'm practicing the presence of God. Every breath I blow, every heartbeat, God let it all be a reality. It's all from you and it's all for you. And where I'm at right now, I am not destined to stay here. Oh no, the ones that lifted you out and lifted you up and lifted you out is going to bring you forward and in, honey, to something you could never imagine. The Bible says God is exceedingly, abundantly, more than you could ever ask, more than you could dream or imagine or hope, more than you could, eye has not seen, eye has not seen, ear has not heard those things which are prepared for you. They're waiting on you. To walk them out. And God's already got them worked out. Oh, aren't you glad you're on the path? And if you're not, you need to get on it today, honey. Open up your heart. Open up your life. Let's get you on the right road. Yeah, it's narrow. But you know what? Hey, a narrow road is a straight line. It's the straightest line. It's the quickest way to fulfillment and satisfaction. Wandering and wondering can stop this very day. You can open up your heart and open up your mouth and make a choice and a decision just to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He is the one and only Savior of the world, that God poised Him and purposed Him and has positioned Him to rescue you. You cannot, you are not beyond the reach of God. Let him reach right now. Reach up to him. I'll tell you, not so far down. The Bible says, if I make my bed in hell. Somebody's saying right now, Pastor, I've messed up. I have, I've ruined. I've destroyed things. You listen. If you make your bed in hell, Jesus said, you, there he still is. To lift you out and head you towards heaven. Let's do that. Why wait till the end? You know, I mean, I'm, I remember when I got saved, I'd already made up my, my mind. Boy, I'll tell you, Lord, I don't know how to do this, but I want to be saved. I want to I wanna accept you as Savior. I want to, and I couldn't, I don't even know what the preacher preached on. I don't remember the, the salvation message. I mean, but I made it up in my heart. I'm not going to hell for nobody. But I can't choose for anybody but me. And you can make that choice for yourself today. There is no greater miracle. There is no greater work. The work, it's all God's work, this saving business, this making business. Let Him do it right now. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, come on into my heart. I can't wait till this preacher gets done. He's taking way too long. Oh, help me, Lord, right now. Be Lord and Savior of my life. Right now. And I'll enjoy the rest of the message. Amen. I remember Ken Copeland preaching one time, and he said, you know, they were coming in the church, and they were stinking. It was back in the, the, uh, uh, the Jesus Revolution days. He said they were coming in, they had long hair, and they were stinking, had, had a bath, and all that kind of stuff. And he said, of course, you know, I mean, 
folks was, you know, like folks is in church. And he said, all of a sudden, he said, this one guy, he said, was sitting there and he said, Jesus just became my Lord and Savior. And he said, you didn't wait for the altar call. <laughs> he didn't wait for the program to finish. He just sitting out there in the thing. I mean, faith to, rose up in his heart and he just announced right now. The Bible says you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. He said, Jesus just became. And I'm believing right now, Jesus just became somebody's Lord and somebody's Savior. I want to welcome you to the family. I want you to hear how happy that makes God. The Bible says, somebody ought to get up just a little while. Are you listening? Let's join God in His work. It says when one gets saved, the angels jump up. God gets up, does a little dance around His throne. Said, there's another one. Hey! There's another one. Hey, there's a new baby. Somebody ought to get happy about what I'm doing in the earth today. Yeah. And you know what? You didn't even have to do that by faith. I felt something right there. I mean something broke loose right there. Some kind of, hey, let's dig a well. Let's be a house. Are you listening? Where the birthings of God are taking place. Let's be a happy house where we put everything else on hold because Jesus is in labor right now. There's a laboring work going right now. And we're going to be laborers together with God. I'm telling you, this is a new thing. This is a new season. It's a new creation time. Woo, Lord Jesus. Well, we give you the glory. Oh, we give you the glory. Oh, every week more people, more and more and more. You're increasing us and our children. Yay, Lord. Yes, God. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to join Him in the work He does. The good work He has gotten ready for us to do. Work we'd better be doing. Amen. <laughs> What's that work? Oh, we give you praise. Oh, we give you glory. Oh, we know you want to save. You want to do these things. And we know you're able to do them. And God, we thank you it's happening for us now. We thank you it's happening right now. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. <laughs> I know we're not supposed to go by feelings, but did you feel that break? I mean, did you sense that break? Behold, I do a new thing. Creation is a new thing. Don't limit God to what you've known, to where you've been, to how it always was. God's outside of the box right now. I mean, God just jumped out of the little thing they built Him. I mean, as ornate as it could be, I closed off and only a few special ones. But God jumped out of that box and you and I are not going to put Him back in there. 
Can save by many, can save by few. I mean, God can walk through the neighborhood when we put prayer on it. When we put the highest kind of prayer on it. Praise. Praise. Well, I'll tell you, that neighborhood's just full of demons. If somebody needs, are you listening? If somebody needs to get in front of God and get serious enough with God and fast and pray, says we have no might against these great enemies. We have no might against this counterculture. But God, but God, our eyes are on you. God, we're looking to you. God, we're listening to you. And I'm telling you, the gifts of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God is going to come on. Little men and little women that are little in their own eyes, that don't know they have the answer. They're okay with the I don't know. We're looking to the one who already knows what he's going to do and what it's going to take. And God's going to speak. And when God speaks, he creates. How's he going to do it? God speaks and he creates. God speaks creation. He didn't speak to creation. He spoke and created. He spoke creation. And there it was. He spoke what he wanted in his heart. What was in abundance in his heart. And when he released it with his speaking, it went into motion. It came to be. It had to happen. Because God... He said, this battle doesn't belong to you. It belongs to me. I'm going to go out in front of you. And they had sense enough to know how you get God out in front of you. Oh, God is good. God is great. His mercy, His unfailing love endures forever. God is good, and God's so great, and nothing can stand before His glorious face. For the Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever. Oh, the Lord is good, and He is great. And His loving kindness is getting all over all these houses. Penetrating through every wall. Breaking down every barrier. Working in every heart. Working in every mind right now. God's calling you out. Oh, we don't even know what God has made available to us. How rich you and I actually are. We're waiting for God to do a thing. Well, God's waiting for us to realize a thing. It's all His work. This saving is all His work. Well, I, 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 I don't want to look foolish. Oh, the foolishness of God is greater than the wisest wisdom of man. It's through the foolishness of preaching, through the foolishness of 
praising. When the worshipers join Him in His work. His ways are not our ways. They're higher. They're greater. Our warfare is not a natural thing. But it's mighty. 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 Oh, they took up arms, all right. Are you listening? They blew the trumpets. They sent the tambourines. They got out there and they were marching. They, they had their marching orders, but they were praising God. Oh, something happens when, there's a, when you really praise God. When you're not having to work it up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we may start out in the flesh. Well, I don't have no trouble with my flesh now from the standpoint. Are you hearing? Mm-mm. I don't live way over there anymore. I'm not in the muck hole and the mud hole of struggling uh, all the time. You know, you keep your body down. You keep your body down. Don't give it all the baloney at once. Yeah, but you know, Jax has got this free advertisement. You want to sponsor us, Jax? You know, listen. Anyhow, uh, should you do that? I don't care. I don't need them anyway. But you know, you might like the baloney biscuits, two for three dollars. <laughs> You just can't give that. You just can't. Listen, we need to live out of our heart, not so much out of your head. And you've got to keep your body under. Are you hearing? Will it be worth it? Oh, absolutely. We're not going to make a religion out of it. But you know, stay sharp. Look sharp now. Be sharp now. Amen. So get you some crackers and some juice. And I mean, take communion every day for a while. Just take communion every day. Amen. Thank God for the new. Bless God for the new. We're not going to get through with this. I mean, you know, we've already given an altar call for salvation. I have some instructions from the Lord that are for afterwards, you know. Those of you that are not here for afterwards, you need to come be here for afterwards. That's the truth. You know, I'm not trying to get you in the house, you know, even though God's probably trying to get you in the house. Been trying to get you in the house. There's something about, you know... Getting in the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house. He made a big deal out of his house. Yes, he did. Well, I don't have to be in a building. No, not all the time, but sometime. Mm -hmm. We're not going back over that, plow that field again. You know about being as good a Christian, doing your own thing. The Bible says... In a lot of different places. New Testament, don't forsake it. He said in the Old Testament, he said, make sure you're just not doing all these, sac your, own, your own thing out there, sacrifices everywhere in the field. He said, bring it to the house. Come and join the together life. Be in the together thing. Because, you know, all by yourself, me, myself, and I, it's good, but it's not best. It's just not best. Amen. Some of you, I can tell you, wondering, you know, and I know I got way off of what happened yesterday on Saturday. I'm feeling around for God. And, uh, uh, and you know, Sandy had me working out in the back, and we both got ticks, and, you know, I picked off her tick, and she, she didn't pick off the tick that got on me, but... <laughs> You know, uh, ticks are equal opportunity biters. They will. <laughs>
bite anybody. We were trimming some bushes and stuff. So, uh, just very, very, you know, uh, so, so normal every day. But I'm, I'm just my heart's just God. You know, it's just towards God. And you know, there is a place of yearning, uh, and 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 know there's something. There's something. You just can't quite put your finger on it. And uh, I actually was going to bed early. Sandy come in. She goes, what are you doing in bed at this time? I said, well, you know. And then uh, I got interrupted with a phone call. So I said, well, I might just well go ahead and get up. And uh, I went in my office. And, uh, uh, and I took my little phone. And I, I Googled up. I said, God, I just, you know. So I Googled up some worship. And I joined in the worship. Got my guitar out. And I mean, I just... And, and you know, I really couldn't do pray. I really couldn't pray. I was wanting to pray, but I couldn't pray. My prayers were deeper than what my mind or even, you know, I just couldn't engage. You see? But I had a yearning in my heart. And I'll tell you what now, you know, I just kind of got... Loss. I didn't really have a lot of feeling where that was concerned, but I'll tell you what, it, it did me good. I mean, I found peace. I found satisfaction. I pressed the presence of God. Amen. And it was just the thing. It was just the thing. Hallelujah. And I didn't do it by myself. Thank God for the little cageless birds up there and wherever they're from. I mean, they had a living room and they just got a little wild. I got a little wild with them. <laughs> Took a little while to get a little wild. But it was just the thing. See, because when, when, when you press the presence of God, everything else just gets shadowy and dim. There's nothing else that matters at that point in time. Nothing else matters. It's the place of peace. It's the place of fullness of joy. And joy doesn't have to be, always be jumping around. It's just a strength comes. A strengthening. Amen. Don't even have to know everything. It's just knowing the one who knows it, exactly what he's going to do. Praise the Lord. Everybody. Well... I believe that we've covered everything that we need to cover today for this part of our time together. Say it with me. I'm a worshiper. And I will worship. I was meant and I was made to worship. God, I'll worship you. I am a worshiper. I'm also a worker. Lord, you know. I'm such a piece of work. But I'm, let, I'm letting you do it. Keep working on me. Keep making me. And molding me. To look just like. You purposed. And planned me. And destined me to be. I am a worker. And I'm going to let you work. And I'm going to join you in your work. God, I give you praise. God, I give you praise.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.